0: This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the internet's leading provider of audiobooks, with more than 150,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com/mother. Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah in Portland. And this is
1: Timothy in Denver. How you doing, Sarah? Have you recovered from our Ragnar DC uh,
0: extravaganza? I tell you, it's so funny you asked me that yesterday on our weekly call for the business, and I was like, "Uh, that was ten days ago. Of course, I'm recovered." <laughs> so I sense that maybe, maybe you aren't a little bit. Maybe you, you, the delicate flower, needed a little extra the catching up on your flour, sleep.
2: The-
1: a little a little wilted still. Mm-hmm. No, um yeah, I mean I, I it was so funny. I crashed so hard on the airplane home. I'm so glad <laughs> I had one of those neck pillows because wow, <laughs> I really needed
0: that. I was like
1: flip flopping like a dead fish from side <laughs> to side to side. Um
0: oh, no. it's good it wasn't like a layover flight. You would have been like, Wait, why am I in Los Angeles? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: didn't want to end here.
0: I wanted to go to Denver. Um
1: but yeah, yeah. And the th- funny thing is, I mean, I should just put this out there at the beginning. We're going to do a little race recap. We're going to have um, two guests on, um, as well as us talking about our races. And the reason why we're having two of our teammates on is because what happens in Ragnar you, each team has two vans. So we had four vans out there. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, is each race, each each van kind of has their own experience in their own race, right? You yeah. kind of become.
0: Team of six, right? Yeah. I mean, you see people at the big exchanges, so the 12, 24, and then at the um, end. But yes, it's definitely, you know, when you're out there, it's you and your pot of six against the world. You and your pot of six against the world. Yeah. I mean, I guess you also see them at um, at six.
1: You see, at six twelve, anything that's a factor of six, you know, factor of
0: six, yes, Mm
1: -hmm. yes, Um, but but you don't get to at that point when you're exchanging the baton from runner six or the little slap bracelet from runner six to runner seven. You know, you say hi, you maybe chat for fifteen minutes, and then the van that has just run goes ahead to you -hmm. know get some food and get to the next exchange and lie down for a bit, and then the van that's running, you know, has the runners in the van you know, they go off to cheer on their runner and then get their next runner ready. So it's not like you're...
0: Yeah. It's not like Hang you're out. sitting down and drinking a bunch of noon and, you know, reliving all the moments with them. So yeah. 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 yeah.
1: But I should say, I should just get this out of the way at the beginning because um, you're I going to that announce gonna... that
0: you, you're going to announce that team Dimity won. That's what you're going to get out of the way. Isn't oh, it, Dimity? Yes.
1: yes. I was going to do that. No, actually I, I, you know, it's funny because i well, my team was excited about it, of course. And I'm excited for them. I mean, we ran really well. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize when I was picking, picking my team that that I put together such strong runners. Uh-huh. Oh, uh,
0: sandbagger. Uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um when I talked about Ragnar Colorado in the podcast I made fun of my friend Leanne my teammate who showered because I wanted us to all mm-hmm. to have a picture at the mm-hmm. end mm-hmm. and so all my teammates were like I'm not showering I'm not showering like I want to show of solidarity well what happened and and okay two things happened first of all we had Karen who was a local who volunteered her basement and her bathrooms to mm-hmm. us and um for our last before we ran our final legs our, our last our third runs mm-hmm. um, but also the temperature and the humidity is so different out there than it was in Colorado I mean you finish a run in Colorado you take off your sweaty sports bra and you're pretty much like dry and good until you run again right uh,
0: and I you mean, can and you can loofah your face with the dried sweat on it right Timothy exactly exactly
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, oh, my lordy child, that East Coast, I mean, and, and the humidity was quote unquote, low when you're out there. And who would you, like, who'd you hear every that from? He said my skin was sticking to every other piece of my, like, I could not have two pieces of skin come into contact because it would take like, you know, a two by four to pry them apart.
0: Who, who did you hear that it was low humidity? I thought it was at least 80 or 90% humidity out there.
1: I think it was, but I think what, I mean, on the day, on the party before people were saying the night before they were saying it wasn't as bad as it had been. Um, And I mean, maybe it got worse and maybe, you know, but, but I I do remember people saying like it had been worse.
0: Oh my God. And also we should mention that it was in the low to mid eighties when the sun was out. And then in the nighttime still, I mean, I was very comfortable running in a, in our badass mother runner tank top, and, you know, shorts. I mean, come on. It was nighttime yeah. in October. And your tutu. And And my tutu, am tutu? Right? yeah. And so I do, I have to say, I have to get that out of the way, that you, in the podcast for Ragnar Colorado, you were like, oh, and we look so great in our tutus, and it really set us apart, and we have to wear them for every leg. And I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those tough girl tutus were the greatest thing. I mean, just <laughs> that, you know, that I was surprised there weren't all that many teams that I saw that were dressed in costume and so yeah, I mean, tutu's not exactly a costume, but it just, like you said, it made us easy to spot in the exchanges, and other teams then recognized us, and they'd be like, "Oh, here comes the tutu, go tutu!" You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so- I know. It's funny because I had two, I had two women
1: named Laura on my team, one in each van, and they were both. They weren't vehemently anti-tutu, but they were definitely like, <laughs> "I don't, I don't wear tutus." And I was like, "Okay, okay." And so I, I mean, at the, at the at the our little pre-race briefing, I said, "I don't care if you wear a tutu or not. You know, you uh-huh. can do whatever you want. I want a couple pictures uh-huh. because it looks cute, and uh-huh. it, you know, and it, it kind of solidifies the team. But do whatever you want." And like, literally, probably eight people came up to me on both of our team afterwards, and were like. Dimity, You were so right about the tutu, <laughs> and I was like, "All right, so you're gonna take all my product recommendations now. You're gonna love Saucony. You're gonna love 110. percent You're gonna love Highlands and Noon." and Goon. But no, I mean, I, I, I you know, it, it was. It's kind of one of those unfound gems, right? And yeah. You, and you feel a little. You, you do feel a little ridiculous, but there is strength in numbers. I mean, oh, it's because- also
0: yeah, and it also was. It, from a practical sense, I mean, like you pointed out, it hold. It has that race number, you know, little cinchies it's on it. got a it. race
1: bib, yeah. So you, you can keep your race bib on your tutu for all three legs. Yeah. You don't have to unpin it and pin it to a different shirt because oh, you're and, changing your shirts. And
0: the fabric, it, you know, like I thought, oh, it's going to be tool, It's going to be completely stiff and itchy and it's going to bother my wrists as I swing, do my arm swing. And it's so soft and pliable and it didn't get't even notice it, oh, do you? yeah, it didn't get matted down with sweat or anything, and it just it was so darling, I mean, yes. uh, you know, you and I are not the most girly girls, as we've said before, but I think we looked quite fetching in them, if I do say so myself, um, Yes. yes, so um. Uh, yes. How, tell me, because
1: you know, I mean, I've talked about Ragnar Colorado, so I feel like I've talked about my experience with Ragnar. How how was yours?
0: So it was my 10th relay race, but my first non-Hood to Coast race. And I have to say that Ragnar does such a fantastic job of putting on a race. And, you know, there were, I felt, somewhat more rules, like the way you had to, you know, carry the flag, uh, when you're crossing if you were not a runner crossing a street and all that stuff and yet it didn't feel like we were handcuffed it just it was like oh uh-huh safety precautions are a good thing and let's have a really great time and and I just I mean it's a beautiful course and um, I oh, just was
1: so hilly I mean yeah, yeah. I was not prepared for those hills I mean even though you knew
0: the- you you told me before you're like oh I climb a thousand feet in two miles in my first leg <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, I knew that, but again, I think we've talked
1: about how sometimes it's hard to know what a thousand feet feels like in mm-hmm. climbing, you know? Oh
0: yeah, your, um, yours was a beast, a beast it, of a leg. It
1: was a little bit of a beast, but I have to say, like, it didn't feel so bad. It honestly didn't feel that bad when I was doing it, but then I got in the car, you know, after I finished mine, we were out on this gravel road and just going <laughs> up and down this country road and they're up and down, and as we probably have said this before too, but hills always look so much worse from the car uh-huh. than when you're actually on foot on them, you know? So I was like, this is just as bad as what I just did, you know? (laughs) And it may not have been, but I mean, it was in, you know, I mean, there were two other women um, in the second van that I think both had a thousand feet climbs. And I mean, there were some 800s in there. I mean, there was not, it mm-hmm. was not an easy leg in those first 12 legs, I don't
0: think. Right. Those Appalachians are, we had to get up and over them, didn't we? So, we, did. we did. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. there no rockies. Wings. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So, um, I mean, I, I had, I will admit, my legs, I was runner four, were fairly unexceptional. They, there wasn't any massive hill. There wasn't any, you know, stunning vista. It just wasn't, I didn't really have a dramatic run. They're all kind of mediocre lengths, you know, kind of like, or middling lengths. They were um, kind of four and a half to five and a half. And it was kind of like, hmm, okay. So, but from a social aspect, I just loved it. I, if I could have put together, if I could have chosen five friends like that are in my life for a long time, I don't think it would have been a better van than I put together. I just we just clicked. We all had the same mentality. It just we all had the same sense of humor. I mean, the, and and the thing that I wrote about this on the on the blog post, but I mean, I just love, like, beating a joke to death. <laughs> I didn't know that about you, Sarah. <laughs> and, and it was just, I mean, things that were, you know, funny at one in the afternoon. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be hilarious at one in the morning. And sure enough, it was. And, I mean, it still continues to be funny over Twitter and funny over text. And <laughs> so, um, yeah, and, I mean, we just, I, I don't know, it was it was it was a really great experience, and, and, you know, definitely I'm having a little Ragnar letdown like everybody else, it seems like, from our team is. so a yeah. um, little Ragnar hangover. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but in a good yeah. way, in a good way, yeah. Yeah, yeah so um, I also – you speaking of shower, I will get in one anecdote, then we'll bring on Lorraine from my second van. Um, but so at Exchange 12, it was at a high school, and you could pay a dollar to take a shower, and I had brought a towel. So I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. So Terry in my van – is um i should mention she is a um, live model at penn state so you know she's live meaning nude nude. yes a nude model yes and so but yeah so she comes back and she's like oh you can wait in either really long line to take a private shower or there's no line for the communal shower and you know there's like hardly anybody in there so i'd totally recommend you do that and i'm like i'm fine with that you know it's all women it's not like we're in a co-ed shower or something I should have remembered that, you know, she's a nude model when I took her <laughs> advice. But so we're so it's in a it's in the girls' locker room and sure enough there's the big long line of people waiting for private showers and then Nicole, Jill, and I from my van were like, um, okay, I guess we have to get undressed right here in front of this line of people. And as I'm getting undressed, I just thought so long as no one recognizes me, I'm good. I'm totally good as long as no one recognizes me. So there we, we you know, walk, I don't know, 30 feet, get into the communal shower. I have not been in the communal shower 10 seconds before the woman at the next shower head goes, this is kind of awkward, but, but you're Sarah, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, i like, this heard that story. Is... I love that story. That
1: is just awesome. awesome, awesome.
0: And, and the shower heads, as you might have noticed if you had gone in there, are about, you know, boob level. So to get my, my head wet, I had to bend over. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is all of Sarah. You are seeing every square inch of it. And so then, so she not only, you know, does that, but then she like, you know proceeds to talk to me i'm like okay i can do this i can have a conversation in the nude i'm good and <laughs> so so we talked and then we, you know she, so then afterwards she came up to me you know after we both got dressed she's like hi i'm jody you know you send me i sent you a picture of me dressed as wonder woman blah 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 and we talked for about five minutes and i just was like oh okay worst nightmare over with we're good i always feel we got to bring on Lorraine because she has 15 minutes with us, and then she's going to go pick up her daughter from the bus stop. So this is Lorraine Robertson, and many of you know her as Ask Wifey from her um, popular blog and her Twitter handle. Thanks for joining us, Lorraine. It's good to hear from you.
3: Oh, I'm happy to be with you guys
0: yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, uh, so tell us, like I don't know, you know, what what was it like in van two? Since that was kind of a mystery to us. I mean, um, you knew Renee Ross, um, yeah, yes, cutie uh, booty cake, um, yeah. And <laughs> so you two are good pals. So you had a great friend in the van, and it had been her idea to do the race, right? Yes.
3: Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. Renee um, dragged me out on lots of adventures, and I, I got a text in the middle of the night saying, hey, did you know that Sarah and Dindy are having a contest? We should do this. So, <laughs> you know, we entered, and um, and we ended up with, with Sarah. So it, it was great to do something like this with um, somebody that you run with all the time and, you know, for the two of us to, to be on the van together, but it was also really fun to get to know the other women because you bond so quickly um, when you spend that much time with people in such a confined space doing something like what we were doing. You really get to know people.
0: (laughs) I know it it also does. It seems like a long time passes in a good way that it's like, oh, we've known each other forever. And it's like, no, it's Saturday morning at 5 a.m. We've only known each other (laughs) about a day Um, now.
3: (laughs) It felt like that was a good, like almost, A week, like we got there Monday instead of Thursday (laughs) by the time we were finished, right? I mean, it it really seemed like it was a long time. And I'll tell you, I didn't want it to end when it did, because I felt like by Saturday when we were all doing our third leg, I felt like, okay, I really know these ladies now. And, I don't
1: want to leave
0: them yet like now right. i want to go do another one <laughs> right. exactly exactly right. well tell us
1: tell us about your runs lorraine i mean i know you were like number 12 she was our
0: anchor I, anchor leg yes uh-huh. i was so
1: you, the anchor leg and so, so you uh, you had to wait all day to run and then you got to run a pretty tough leg wasn't it yeah i mean it, it was kind of hard waiting you know
3: being 12 i didn't run till almost eight o'clock at night around 7 eight o'clock at night and when um our band got the exchange and renee took off she was number seven i wanted to go like right then and there and it was like, yeah. like 1 30 or something and i was like i'm yeah. gonna run <laughs> so oh, no. um so that was, you know, that part of it was a little bit difficult, but um, I think one of the great things about being that anchor um, was I got to see everybody at my exchanges, uh, mm-hmm. meaning Sarah's band, too, the band one, also mm-hmm. I got to see, and everybody was there, so that was really deep, and then also being able to um, bring it home and yeah. cross the finish line um, was, was amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell us the when. Um, so I distinctly remember you coming in <laughs> from your first leg, and it was nighttime yeah. by that point. It was dark, and yeah. your comment about the cows. Yeah. Share that with us.
3: <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so I'm a little bit of a punk. I don't like. I'm, I'm, I get scared. I don't want to run <laughs> in the dark by myself. Um, so you know, this was a, a stretch for me. It was a challenge going outside my comfort zone, and um, of course, my leg. I took off, and it was dark and of course it was like a seven plus mile run and -hmm. of course there was no van support for me you know which means the van is not allowed to stop along the the route right so um so it's dark and I'm out in the middle of nowhere and um I see runners come and go but there's nobody like right there with me and Mm -hmm. it's just you know, I'm going, and then I took my headset off for a minute because the runner passed me, so I just, you know, I said hello, and I hear this, like, <laughs> <laughs> I
2: mean,
3: whoo, okay. I mean, that, that, that definitely is one way to get me moving quickly. So I, I didn't know. I didn't I know. Like, what is that? you know, what, I know that, I What's I that fake moving? Yeah, that, yeah. I, mean, that was, you know, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a country girl. Right. <laughs> you am, li- you know, I'm not familiar with, you know, the cow down that it actually sounded like that. So <laughs> um, I, I had a debate. Do I keep my headset off? Or, you know, so I can hear things? Or what if something was coming at me? Or do I turn it up really loud because I don't need to know? Like, if the kid's going to come, it's going to come. So huh. uh, I heard the cow, which I'm sure was several cows, but I joked, that I think the cow was following me. Oh, yeah, you all my just know. That
0: was what you cow. said. You said there was a cowbell, and I heard a cow following me the whole way. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like it was just the one cow. I mean, when I tell you it was pitch black, you could not yeah. see anything to the left or, or the
1: right
3: of me. So I don't know where that cow was. <laughs> well, it was there. I promise and it was you that. chasing you. It was yeah. chasing yeah. you. No, yeah.
1: I know. Yeah. But in running at night, I mean, I, I ran through some countryside too and it does bring out just the smells and the sounds and all mm-hmm. that is just oh, way yeah. so more intense, aren't they? I mean, you're like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't notice this if I could see it, but because I can't see it, I'm absorbing it, you know, in every other way. So yeah, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: So, so then the other anecdote you have to share is the um, the one experience of Van One and Van Two actually mingling and making a joke of it. So uh, tell about that, which happened right after the cow incident.
3: Oh yeah. So okay. So the, the that leg was not um, van supported, as I said. So the ladies went on to go get food while they were waiting for me.
2: Awesome.
3: Um, and so uh, apparently thanks to the cow, I finished a little quicker than they expected. <laughs> so I, um, I text, uh, Renee and mm-hmm. I think I sent a text to either, um, Sky or Bethany mm-hmm. uh, in van one that I was a mile out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, Renee takes me back. Okay, we'll be there. And so I'm just going and I get there. And um, it's Sarah and Van mm-hmm. and 1. And so I was happy and I felt great and felt the love. But my band was not there. <laughs> they, <laughs> they did not make it back. So, you know, once, once I figured that out and, you know, I told them, I told you, I think, Sarah, I'm going to make her yeah. pay.
0: Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I really oh, yeah.
2: Well, that, well, but well, I, well I said, also because you I were paying back.
0: You also were a little ticked because they'd gone off to Chipotle to get you food, and they were, like, calling you on your run. Oh. Do you want chicken or beef? <laughs> Do you want guacamole oh on that or sour cream? Renee
3: <laughs> is texting me, and, I, and you know, I have to say, I started to text. We'll text sometimes when, when <laughs> we're, we're running and whatnot, and so I'm texting her, park out here, and da 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 So she texted me, we're going to Chipotle, and, you know, I'm like, uh-huh, whatever, and so... <laughs> The hill, I I didn't mention that there was like a two mile hill, some crazy (laughs) incline with the cow, all of that is happening all at once in the dark. And she's like, Do you want chicken parm? Do you want bacon? i hearing her think
1: she's going to leave
3: me alone and find it like you're killing me. I don't know what I want to eat. I
1: want to get up this hill. Leave me alone. So, I love that you guys text during the run. Yeah, we have some of those texts. I think that, I don't know if they're fit for public consumption, but they're on the know, right? I, I, Facebook page.
0: You should have, yeah. should have just dis- to scare off the cow, you should have been like, I want carne asada. <laughs> right. All I can think about
3: too is eat more chicken and run up the hill and she's like, to wants steak. I'm like, mad no, <laughs> but so when we got there Renee calls me and I'm like I can't believe y'all were there I was there for you all day I finally run I'm shaking these cowbells for you it's dark and you're not here and you know, they just freak out. Uh, and mean, so this they, was me
0: This was me and Bethany, I think it was, standing next to you, listening to you, and you're like, I'm all alone. No <laughs> one's here. <laughs> <laughs> They're telling
3: me they cry. I <laughs> think you're crying, and I'm laughing, <laughs> thinking she's got to know I'm playing, because it's not like me to get mad like that. And, and she's like, well, where are you? And I was like, I don't know. I'm I'm under a tree. They left me. <laughs> so, apparently, Renee like was doing wheelies in the van and trying to
2: get to me.
0: No, so, no, gonna... The best was the best was you say, uh, I'm I'm under a tree and I'm alone. And then she says right. something. And you, you go. I don't know which tree. <laughs> because they were i guess by that point that by that point they'd arrived and so they were trying yes. to find you but the i don't know which tree and i think you were like gotta hold it together can't start laughing oh, i was dying,
3: I, was dying. Oh, that's funny. I think they were all ready to kill me by the end of that and, right?
0: and then and then you you obviously could not stop from laughing anymore and you were like uh, i'm I'm going to go, I'm gonna hang up now, I'll call oh you later. <laughs> and then you hang up and you're like <laughs> Since 2011, Barkbox has been committed to making dogs happy. For humans, Barkbox is a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month. For dogs, barkbox is like the joy of a million belly scratches. Barkboxes include all-natural treats and innovative toys to match a dog's unique needs, including allergies and heavy chewer preferences. Not a phrase I say every day. Dimity's dog Mason, an energetic Weimaraner, is eagerly awaiting his first BarkBox. Dimity let BarkBox know the breed, size, and even name of her dog, as well as the all-important chewing preferences, and now, on the 15th of each month, a new box will get shipped to Mason. Each monthly box is themed, like Country Fair or Brooklyn Hipster, with new and unique toys to keep dogs engaged, interested, and happy. If your pooch doesn't like something in the box, BarkBox promises to send something they'll love for free because BarkBox is all about dog happiness. Choose a plan: one, six, or twelve-month plans are available. Cancel any time. Free shipping in the continental U.S. For a free extra month when you subscribe to a six or twelve-month plan, of BarkBox visit BarkBox.com/AMR. That's BarkBox.com/AMR. Woof. Thanks to StoryWorth for supporting our podcast. StoryWorth is a subscription service started by a fellow who wanted families to be able to share their memories and anecdotes with each other. Here's how it works. Purchase a StoryWorth subscription for someone you love, and each week, StoryWorth sends that loved one an email with a question about his or her life. The person either replies with his or her story via email or records it by phone by calling a StoryWorth number. After a year, the stories are bound in a lovely hardcover keepsake book. My husband Jack and I gifted StoryWorth to his dad, and we're especially looking forward to hearing his tales about going to medical school in Dublin, Ireland, which is where Jack was born and spent the first four years of his life. Then we'll share the book with Jack's siblings. For $20 off, visit StoryWorth.com AMR when you subscribe. That's StoryWorth.com AMR.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! It's it like was a big slumber party in those vans, music and stuff. I mean, it's, you just get silly and have fun, and that's where I was at that point. I was like, I, I have to do something crazy because I, mean, a... I didn't even know what time it was at that point.
0: <laughs> yeah, it seemed a whole lot later than it was because I think it was probably only like eight fifteen or something, but it seemed like the middle of the night, basically.
3: It, it sure Uh-oh. did.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I lo- I love your description—a big slumber party. That's exactly the vibe it is. It's uh-huh. the playing tricks, it's the laughing, it's the giggling, it's everything. And yeah, you just yes. have to run
1: a little bit in between. That's the only problem. <laughs> yes. right. And oh you even have God. sleeping
0: bags, you know. So, um, so now, Wait. what's this about? What's this about you having two pillows, Lorraine?
3: Oh my gosh, I just I don't know. Go figure. I didn't even honestly. I didn't take out my sleeping bag. I didn't. You no, know, I didn't need it all that. I, I got happy, I did a list, um a, a packing list and I got happy and I bought a, a travel pillow that's like mm-hmm. a regular like rectangular, you know, pillow. Uh-huh. And then I I bought one of those um travel neck pillow things so uh-huh. I was like Covered whichever way I wanted to go. <laughs> right. ah, you're sitting up. I was or lying down. I was. Gotcha. I had no idea what I was going to be, how I was going to sleep, what I was going to do. I told <laughs> you I'm a little bit of a scaredy cat, so I did not envision myself on the ground outside in the sleeping bag, just who knows where, out in the open. So <laughs> I figured I'd probably be in the van, which I was, and uh-huh. I figured I could have my pillow game, you know.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: oh,
0: all right okay well that makes sense because i thought you were like oh i really like it when i have just the right amount of fluffiness under my head so i'm bringing two pillows
2: <laughs> or yeah, like plan a and plan
0: b yeah or like you know the the side God. sleeping and the and the stomach sleeping pillows with you right. um oh my i goodness. want to Love ask that. her
1: one last question but before okay. we let her go um so i want to hear because so, so the way that this works because it was during the government shutdown is they shut um, yeah. three of the last legs didn't go because they, they were through the national parks. So you and runner number 11, remind me who that was on your team. Ileana. Ileana. So you and Ileana, Ileana. got to bring it home together. What they did is they, they, so they had three legs for the last six legs, so, so runners ran in pairs. So you and Ileana got yeah. to do the last, was it like four and a half miles? Was that right? Uh, yeah, this a little, it's just a little over four. I think it was like 4.2. Okay. It's yeah. not like eight. <laughs> well, because it was hot, it was not a cool day, and but you got to go over the bridge, didn't you? I did. I, I got the to go Woodrow Wilson Bridge. Uh huh. Yes, and the, the views were
3: spectacular. Um, mm. It was great, you know, great scenery. The bridge was more challenging than I thought, mm. um, and the bridge was one of the reasons why I put that that leg down as one of my choices. Um, but I didn't take into account the traffic and the mm. the um the exhaust but yeah, also the like the mm-hmm. force of the, the cars going the inside.
0: rumbling. So
3: mm-hmm. when we were going down the bridge, like we thought, oh this is downhill and this is gonna be great, it was like running against the wind.
2: Because oh, boy. the
3: cars. So it was it was challenging. Mm. So it was it was interesting. I I thought that was neat. i never thought of i never thought of that. Um but it was it was pretty and it was great to have somebody with me. I'm glad that it ended up like that. I'm not glad we had a shutdown, but I'm glad that right. we, Juliana was, um, was with right me because it was fun
0: to do that together. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And she has, she has such a great spirit and pep. So that, oh, I bet that was her. a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 awesome well i think we could i think we could probably talk for the length of time that the ragnar took us but we are <laughs> going to bring on we're going to bring on amy from van to of dimity's awesome. team so thanks for joining us lorraine and um hearing your voice and uh, catching up makes me miss you so i oh, hope I miss
3: uh, you guys thank you all for the wonderful experience
0: oh you're very welcome thanks
3: take, welcome. Care. take care okay bye-bye
0: thanks to lorraine now we're going to take a quick break before we bring on our next guest This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 150,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature and featuring audio versions of many New York Times bestsellers. For our listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. One audiobook to consider is one that Karen, our alternate on our Ragnar Relay, suggested to me via Twitter, which is The Cuckoo's Calling, a crime fiction novel that was penned by J.K. Rowling, written under the pseudonym Robert Galebraith. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash mother. Again, that's audiblepodcast.com slash mother. Now back to our show.
1: Love talking to Lorraine. And before we bring on our next guest, we have a little musical treat for you. So listen up, you another mother runner.
2: I am just a-
1: Ringer. Uh, she is also a very talented singer. Hey, that rhymes. She was my ringer, and she's a singer. She was runner number 11 on Team Dimity. Her name is Amy Hoyt, and she's also, as you can tell, a very talented singer. Um, but that song, that original recording you just heard, she actually just did by herself in her bedroom. So, some major mad props for that. And um, but, but, but we want to talk about Ragnar, so welcome, Amy. Uh, thanks, Dimity, and thanks,
4: Sarah. Um, you're good, by the way. You should be my lyricist.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I have those kind of skills. when I write poetry, it's not great.
4: I have uh, yeah, read your books.
1: Oh uh, yeah. So you came from Albuquerque uh, to DC with your good friend Jill, and we just had Lorraine on. Lorraine was a good friend with Renee and they put and Sarah put them in the same van, but I split you guys up. Uh, were you okay with that or were you kind of angry from the outset?
4: You know, you know, we cried for a little bit, but um, we got over it pretty quickly. We see one another a lot, so it was kind of nice to hang out in different vans and get to know some different people. I think that was probably not a regret, really, but um, you know, we we met everybody over Facebook for all and talked for all these months, and then we got together and then split up into separate vans, and there were so many people that we didn't get to hang out with. So it was kind of nice to to get to hang out with an extra person by right. splitting us up.
0: Right. We should say that when you're talking about Facebook, we had a special kind of private um, another mother runner Ragnar showdown Facebook page so that you all got to all, um, all of our runners got to know each other as well as one can know each other via social media before the race. Right.
1: Exactly. Exactly. When I say that you're my ringer, because, you know, I we, we took third, I don't know if you know that, but we took third for the <laughs> open do. women. Um, and, uh, and I was like, okay, well, you know, you, you sent us this great video. You, you, you wrote a song for us um, for our video, not the one that we just heard, but a different one called Run, which we're using for our Ragnar video, which is um, on our website right now. And, uh, and I knew you were coming from up, up high, right? You're at like 5,000 feet, right?
4: Yeah. Actually, my house is at 7,000 feet. I live way oh. up on the mountain. So, um,
1: Even yeah, I,
4: I, I, I guess I cheated a little bit maybe.
1: <laughs> so I knew, I knew that. And then you sent us this, this video of well, you doing all the ultra running and like rim to rim to rim in the grand canyon and, you know, climbing Pikes peak and all that stuff. And I'm like, Oh yeah, she's on my team. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, cause yeah. you can do that at 7,000 feet and you come down to zero. And I mean, you, you had some very fast legs, didn't you?
4: I, you know, amazingly I did. I think it was coming down to sea level because I'm really a slow runner. I mean, I run distances, but uh, you know, my pace for those mountain runs are like 12, 13, 14 minute miles. So, um, I I was kind of amazed at how fast I went, and I certainly have been feeling it these past week this week and a half. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I know because one of one of my you, you so you record kills in Ragnar right, which are the people that yeah. you pass along the way. And one of my favorite. Well, how many did you kill on your first leg?
4: I killed fifteen on my first leg. Wow, yeah. you wow, that's impressive. Yeah. yeah. I killed the bride. Did you see the bride? You guys see
0: the bride? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can't have excerpts, you know, outtakes from this. But, you know, there's, here's Amy saying she, I killed the bride.
1: A <laughs> yeah. well, little frame of reference. I mean, I think I got, I recorded maybe eight kills the whole time over three legs. So here's Amy taking out 15 at once. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then, and then my other memory of you talking about kills is that you and another woman had a little showdown. Was that the middle of after your second oh, one or your third
4: one. Oh, you brought that one up. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was the second one. It was the about the last two miles of, of the second leg. It was, I think about 430 in the morning. And I saw the headlamp coming up behind me. And there had been a couple of guys who had passed me who were really fast. I mean, there were some speedy teams out there. And this person got up next to me, and I saw that it was a woman. And my, um, I have just a tiny little competitive side. And <laughs> <laughs> that kicked in. I, those last two miles, I looked at my Garmin. We were running uphill at under a 730 pace. <gasps>
0: oh um, my I, gosh
4: it was it was awful <laughs> and i just kept thinking she's gotta slow down she's gotta slow down and she never did and i couldn't catch her um i really wanted to i had run a race the weekend before i really wanted to yell out i ran a race the weekend before but <laughs> I, I didn't that would have not been very good
2: sportsmanship
1: <laughs> and it wasn't just any race it was a 50k it wasn't just like hey i did a 10k around the neighborhood like he ran 50k up and down a mountain but um oh. but i
0: wait your- wait did you talk to the- the woman afterwards at the exchange area. Did you like it?
1: Yeah, I did. I definitely did.
4: I told her I I told her she kept me honest, that I had started to slow down a little bit and she laughed and said, Yeah, well you did the same for me. So I I told her um I congratulated her
0: and told her she that was a great pace that that she kept. Yeah. Wow. No, no wonder you beat, you guys beat our team because we didn't do any of that. <laughs>
1: no, no. Uh, well, and you were also, I was talking earlier when Sarah and I were just talking about um, the two kind of skeptics out there. And you were one <laughs> of them. I, I, I singled out the two Laura's because it's easy to do because there was one Laura in each van. Um, but you were also like, I don't know. And you came up with our motto, right? I did. I came up with the fear of the tutu motto. Um, and it, I
4: I love the idea of the tutu, but I had never run in a tutu before, and I was a little unsure of I, – I really am into – I'm all about the comfort when I run. Um, mm-hmm. So I just didn't know if it would be scratchy or ride up or whatever, but it, it worked really well. In fact, our van, we did not take the tutus off. We went into Panera with our tutus. We went into the grocery <laughs> store with our tutus. So these yep. people – Our van pulls up, it says fear the tutu, and it has caution tape and like 78 kills on the side and then all these (laughs) these women get out and pink tutus. So it's, it's pretty funny.
0: Well, also, because that's the thing about, um, I was saying earlier that I've done nine Hood to Coast relays, and this is my first Ragnar. And so in Hood to Coast, you are in, there's nothing else around. I mean, it's very remote yeah. Oregon. It's going over two hill passes. There's very few even other roads. So you spend a lot of time just in a Hood to Coast environment, whereas Ragnar, it's like, oh, hey, let's take a left here and go to Chipotle or go to Starbucks <laughs> or whatever. And it's like, oh, look people are having a regular Friday. Isn't that crazy? The <laughs> they're not all wearing tutus and driving right around they're... in vans. And they don't smell bad. That's <laughs> <so> unbelievable. <laughs> that woman looks showered. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and then to, let's talk about, because
1: I didn't sleep there, but you guys did. Um, it was a creamery, which was a, oh. what, what was that? Was that a restaurant? Was I make the ice cream? I, I kind of got there and was a little dazed. So I wasn't entirely it, it was sure. A,
4: Jiminy, it was a cow pasture. I, I don't know. <laughs> It
0: smelled I so. F- <laughs> it smelled.
1: It did smell. I mean, we. It smelled terrible. Smells, yeah.
0: That was that. I, I mean, we we got there and and it was all like, oh, maybe we'll get out and you know get some ice cream because that's their thing. They make ice cream and they stay open all night. And I think they maybe serve ribs or I don't know something. Exactly. And we like we got there and it smelled so vile that we were just like, <laughs> get our runner and get out of here. So, so you guys slept there. How were how you able well, to fall asleep with that stench in your nostrils? I, I didn't fall
4: asleep. Uh, Marilyn, I braved the cow pasture. I think everybody else holed up in the van. And um, mm-hmm. I think she did manage to get a few minutes of sleep. I tossed and turned, and um, then my alarm went off. Uh, Demony's van was heading in. So, I you know, I lay there for about 50 or 60 minutes but I don't think I slept much. <laughs> I
0: got I got to say that was one delightful thing about being in the non-winning on the non-winning team. We had a really long breaks. So I, mean, <laughs> I slept I slept for for 3 hours on on oh. the first big break and 4 on the second. And then and they woke me up and you know Bethany's like Sarah you got to get up, got to get up. And we she got me up at 6:40. We didn't start running until nine and all i thought was i gotta sleep till like eight.
4: <laughs> <laughs> eight you
0: know it's a week and a half
1: later and i'm still jealous of that <laughs> I,
0: know, I know well so we got to go i
1: was talking earlier about how i showered and we got to go to karen's house um and uh-huh. we i mean we got to sleep for a little bit while you guys were out but you guys just got to go and shower and then you pretty much had to hit the road again is that right
4: yeah, yeah, and and super huge props, by the way, to Karen and her family for that. That was awesome. But, yeah, we didn't have time. We got there, and by the time we all rotated through the shower, I think Laura LJ got maybe a little bit of sleep, maybe a half an hour or so, but um, the rest of us just hung out down there in the playroom and, um, <laughs> you know, waited for our turns to get clean and then hopped back in the van.
1: So you were, really, you were literally running on fumes. I mean, you, you got no sleep during all of Ragnar.
4: I yeah I I after the creamery I lay down in the back seat of the van and maybe maybe got an hour or possibly two here and there but I was interrupted by it. we got lost a lot that was kind of our band's thing so um, <laughs> I heard a lot of discussion about what town we were in and what main street and is this the right main street and uh, oh goodness so I, <laughs> I have to admit it was kind of hard to sleep through that oh um, gosh I think that average, no, 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 I'm sorry. Or I looked at the results. My team um, cued me in on this, but I looked at the results and our driving time, so they list the driving time, was the second to longest of any team, any of the 350 teams out there. stop it. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We got lost so much. We got lost because we were talking and got distracted. We got lost because we went to the wrong Main Street in the wrong town that started with an M. We got lost at one point. At one point, driving through D.C., we were on the wrong page of the rag mags. We were trying to follow the directions for the wrong leg. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, yeah. For a bunch of type A personalities, uh, I'd have to say that we maybe could do a little better with our direction following. You're directionally challenged. Oh,
0: no. Definitely, yeah.
1: Wow, they list the driving times? How do they know how long you drove? I you don't know. know I don't know. That's a
0: little. That's a little NSA like. You know, it's...
1: <laughs> well, we were in DC, right?
0: Right. Exactly. You had a tail that's on you the whole time. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Wow.
1: And so. And the last thing. Um. And the the you your picture on our website when we did the little profiles was you and your jorts and we were
0: yeah those kind of those our... jean shorts under your tutu that was just the cutest look you just rocked <laughs> it. <laughs> well,
1: that's, that's the other thing. So when, when, when we got when we talked tutus and we were sitting in the lobby in of our hotel before we even head out you know amy's like um so dimity what do you do what, what do you wear under these and i was like you know i i, I showed i have selling to you guys like you know like just like compression shorts from target or i have some you ones that i wear what what, what what words do you use like
0: manky or manky
1: man- <laughs> which is what just grody i have never heard yeah that. you've never heard manky
0: uh, kind of like stanky plus uh, some other sure. word, huh? Maybe maybe it's a southern thing.
1: Oh, okay. So um, so I was like, oh yeah. I mean, they they are going to get a little gross, you know. You're running three times and you're going to sit in them for thirty hours if you didn't bring a replacement. Like, I don't know if I want to be in your van. So, yeah. so I, pull up, I pull up to the we pull up to the exchange six where we're going to you know hand off to Amy's van and I see her in her jean shorts under her tutu so funny
4: oh my gosh it was so funny yeah i I, I got a lot about those jorts, didn't i i could have used it (laughs) but uh it was my shout out to my um to my southern heritage there exactly because you're from georgia yeah georgia north carolina kind of Mm -hmm.
0: oh my gosh well thank you for joining us amy it was really fun to talk with you and as i told you at the end of ragnar i'm really sorry that i didn't get to know you a little better while we were there so hopefully our paths will cross again I hope so, too. Thanks to both
1: of you for having me. This has been a lot of fun. You guys are awesome. Yeah, have a great time and good luck. Don't you have a 50-miler coming up or something?
4: Oh, yes, on Saturday.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, it sounded like a good idea at the time. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, you're going to be, I, I think you might have to be my ringer for every rag in our team for our ultimate. You got to queue up another song, and I'll just happen to pick you again so I can get some of your 730 miles in again. Oh, uh, uh, I'll try. Okay. Uh, all, right,
4: all right. Take, take care. care. You too.
0: Oh, well, Dimity, I think you would agree. You and I could both just talk to all our teammates for hours on end, reliving it, laughing over all the jokes again. And um, it was it was a ton of fun. And we are uh, seriously contemplating uh, doing another Mother Runner showdown with a Ragnar. And we're thinking we'll do one on the in the western half of the country. I'm lobbying for Northwest Passage up in Washington state. But um, if you want more of us, you can find us on Facebook. Run like a mother, the book. We are on Twitter and now Instagram as The Mother Runner. Uh, our website is Another Mother Runner. You can look for that um, video that Dimity talked about with Amy's song on there. Our, and our books, Run Like a Mother and Train Like a Mother, are available on our website and Amazon.com. And whether you are with a team or by yourself, many happy miles.